This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you and we hope that Thanksgiving Day was a real blessing for you. We've been speaking about giving thanksgiving throughout the week and we know that it's a vital part of a believer's life and we circled in on first thessalonians 5 18 during the course of these days which says in everything give thanks for this is the will of god in christ jesus concerning you and let's be frank with each other it's so easy to give thanks when things are going well when people do you a favor or they they go out of their way to help you But God says, in everything give thanks, and that changes the complexion of things. So today we'd like to look at biblical examples of things that were difficult, but throughout that difficulty, because it says in everything, not because of everything, in everything give thanks, that we could see thanksgiving, praise, and or worship were offered even in the most difficult of times. So if you have your Bibles, turn with us to the book of Jonah, because it's a classic example, wouldn't you say, Junie? Yes, I'd like to give a background on that. Jonah was told by the Lord to go to Nineveh, which was an enemy uh, country area of Israel. And he didn't want to go. And Jonah knew the Lord well enough to know that he really should have obeyed him, but he didn't. He ran, and he went on a ship with sailors, professional sailors, and went down into the base of the ship and went to sleep. And the Lord caused a storm. The storm was so bad that these professional sailors thought they would lose their life and die. They started throwing all their food overboard and extra um, baggage, and the boat was totally out of control. And so they went down to wake up Jonah because they needed his help, and he said, it's my fault. Toss me overboard. And... The sailors really didn't want to do it, but they did. And Jonah was tossed overboard, recognizing that he was causing now disaster for these sailors. 
And as soon as he was tossed overboard, the storm stopped, the ship was out of danger, and a big fish swallowed up Jonah. Wow. And this was what, uh, in part, what Jonah prayed. After being in the belly of the the whale three days and and three nights. This is his cry to the Lord. I called out of my distress to the Lord, and he answered me. I cried for help from the depth of Sheol. Thou didst hear my voice, for thou hast cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the current engulfed me. Thy breakers and billows passed over me. So I said, I have been expelled from thy sight. Nevertheless, I will look again toward thy holy temple. Water encompassed me to the point of death. The great deep engulfed me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. I descended to the roots of the mountains. But thou hast brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. While I was fainting away, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to thee. I remembered the Lord. Really? And you know, Shelley, my version said, and I remembered that salvation was of God. Wow, but he remembered. Hallelujah. Those who regard vain idols forsake their faithfulness. Here's a key. But I will sacrifice to thee with the voice of thanksgiving. That which I have vowed I will pay. Salvation is from the Lord. Immediately after he offered his voice with thanksgiving, we read verse 10. Then the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah up into the dry land. Jonah, what an example of uh, thanksgiving in the midst of a difficulty. He didn't thank the Lord for it, but in the midst of a difficulty, he was able to thank the Lord. And the big thing, Shelley, is he saw... He was the cause of the terrible condition. And then he remembered the Lord. Thank you, And that salvation came from the Lord. And he offered up a sacrifice of praise. And then what happened? The Lord commanded the fish to send Jonah on dry ground. And Jonah did go to Nineveh really? to obey the Lord. Thank you. And there was a revival. Uh, really? That was, and he didn't uh, expect it. Really? You know what? I think when we're obedient to the Lord, which he became obedient after the crisis, we're going to thank him over and over because obedience gives us freedom to be who God wants us to be. Yes, and the fear of God will cause us a good fear. Yes. A reverence. Healthy fear. To really obey and worship the Lord. Another classic example in the Old Testament is in the book of Habakkuk. And we know this was right around the time of the beginning of the deportation to Babylon. So Israel was not in good shape. But listen to uh, Habakkuk's prayer. Though the fig tree should not blossom and there be no fruit on the vines, though the yield of the olive should fail, and the fields produce no food, though the flock should be cut off from the fold, and there be no cattle in the stalls. Yet I will exult in the Lord. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, and he has made my feet like hinds feet and makes me walk on my high places. Wow. It's deliverance, and deliverance will come when we can thank God in the midst of trouble, because all things work together for good, for those who love God and are called according to his purposes. All right, let's go to the New Testament. 
one of the most powerful script, uh, portions of scripture is Acts chapter 16, where Paul was not permitted to go to Asia. The spirit forbid him. And he, the first convert in Europe was in a city called Philippi. But Paul caused trouble there because a woman of selling, per, uh, uh, she was demonic and she was demonically, uh, oppressed. But, um, she cried out, He's come to trouble the city. So um, she went to the officials and Paul and Silas ended up in prison. And the crowd rose up together against them and the chief magistrates tore their robes. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to guard them securely. And he, having received such a command, threw them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. But here's the glory of the Lord. But about midnight, in in the inner prison, stocks on their, no doubt, on their feet and possibly hands. But about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. And imagine that they were singing and worshiping the Lord. And suddenly there came a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were unfastened. And when the jailer had been roused out of sleep and had seen the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried out with a loud voice saying, do yourself no harm, for we are all here. You wonder who is really in prison, the jailer or Paul? And he called for lights and rushed in and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. And after he brought them out, he said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? Junie, what a story it is. And of course... It's the it's the beginning. It's the beginning. He and the, went to the, his, their house, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, let's see. Verse 31. And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you shall be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him together with all who were in his house. And he took them the very hour of the night and washed their wounds. And immediately he was baptized, he and all his household. What a story. But Junie, in the midst of being thrown into the inner prison, uh, what can one say? This is glory. This is the way we're called to live. We don't have to be in prison. But moment by moment, we are to have grateful hearts and thank the Lord. And so we see with Jonah... He deserved what he got. He was <laughs> really? running from the Lord. And for Paul, he obeyed God. He and Silas did everything the Lord had commanded them to do. And they found themselves beaten, almost dead, in prison. And they weren't just scratched up, Shelley. Yeah. Or they didn't just want to make a name for themselves. They weren't merely spent. They remembered the yes, Lord. Lord. And salvation was of God. And they worshipped and praised Thank God. You, Lord. It brought an earthquake. It brought salvation to the family. And it brought the Holy One of Israel to that city. Praise the Lord. God, we also remember verse uh, 18 in Romans 8. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is revealed to us. All right, Junie, let's close with looking at Psalm 138. I will give thanks to thee with all my heart 
I will sing praises to thee before the gods. I will bow down toward thy holy temple and give thanks to thy name for thy loving kindness and thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word according to all thy name. On the day I called, thou didst answer me. Thou didst make me bold with strength in my soul. All the kings of the earth will give thanks to thee, O Lord, when they have heard the words of thy mouth. And they will sing of the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. For thou... For thou, the Lord, is exalted, yet he regards the lowly, but the haughty he knows from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou wilt stretch forth thy hand against the wrath of my enemies, and thou, right hand wilt save me. The Lord will accomplish what it concerns me. Thy loving kindness, O Lord, is everlasting. Do not forsake the works of thy hands. Praise the Lord, Juning. May we be men and women who are always grateful to the Lord and always are giving him thanks. And our life will change. Amen. As well as other lives because of us. Yes. Well, this being Friday, we want to identify with our Jewish kinsmen by reciting the Shema. And if you know it, please say it along with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Lord, we thank you from thank the depths you. of our heart for who you are, thank you for what you've sweet, done, Lord. what you're doing, and what you shall do. Yes, Lord. We bless every one of our listeners in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, the Jesus, God of the salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen. and amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.